Date on Radio Nova and Morning Glory with C and Marty, 6 to 3 on weekdays, with 30% more music, 30% music, interviews, and live sessions. Live from the Radio Nova studios in the Dublin Docklands. It's Shenandy Vorty here now on Radio Nova. Happy New Year to you. You are backstage with me, Sinead, for this next hour. And on this show, you're going to be hearing from some of my favourite guests of last year. Them being Nils Lofgren of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, Joe Elliott of Def Leppard. You'll also be hearing from Sean Ryder of Happy Mondays and Black Grape. As well as that, I have a beautiful live session as recorded here in the Nova Studios. You're going to be hearing Connor O'Brien of Villagers perform... A beautiful cover of the Beatles track in my life. So let's get started, shall we? Backstage on Radio Nova. Before we hear from longtime guitarist of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, Mr. Nils Lofgren, let's take something from the band themselves. This is Hungry Heart on Radio Nova.
everybody. It's Nils Lofgren from the E Street Band and many others. You're listening to Sinead Nivorda on Radio Nova. Love Ireland. Love the fans. You all keep on rocking. Nils Lofgren is a legendary singer and hugely inspirational multi-instrumentalist. He has performed with Neil Young's Crazy Horse, Ring of Stars All-Star Band and fronted his own band Grin. He's of course most well known as being a member of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. Last year, the revered guitarist was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the E Street Band. He'll be gracing the stage at Dublin's Vicar Street this coming Monday and ahead of this highly anticipated show, the musician took time out to have a chat with me about the joys and perils of touring with Bruce Springsteen and on how the accordion fits into the world of rock and roll. So when it comes to getting ready for going on tour, how does a rock star's family of rescue dogs and cats react? And how does the rock star feel about leaving his beloved pets and home? I'm so thrilled to go sing, but I'm a little upset I have to leave for 33 days. Because <laughs> no. the whole touring thing, I mean, I know you've been at it for 40-something years now. So 47 last month. Congratulations. Holy moly. Hey, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I can even kind of carry on a conversation. <laughs> You're doing After good, 40, Niels. My 47 God. 47 years. I mean, I, I try to remember the words to sing, but, uh, you know, I, I'm all in all been an incredible ride and grateful I have a, a good piece of shows ahead of me to get ready for and go sing for people. It's great. Oh, fair play to you. So you have to 47 years, so it's still a tough thing leaving your house then, is it? You know, that's kind of a new development in the last, you know, eight years or so. It's, I, I, I love to play and sing, but I've, my wife Amy, who I've been with for 20 years, put this beautiful home together in the desert. It's a 1935 Adobe home home which in this country is old and you know i've got a little land for the dogs to run around and we've got these four beautiful dogs so i pull out the suitcase and they give me dirty looks i have a cat joey that used to jump up on my suitcase and have a pee on it (laughs) and uh it's nice that they don't want me to leave but at, at the end of the day what happens is i'm away from home and i do wrestle with a homesickness that amy points out as a champagne problem which it is to have a home you love and miss and it it actually gives me a a deeper focus and appreciation and gratitude for the shows because there's no reason why i'm gone from home except those two hours plus i sing and it makes me pay more attention to them it gives me more energy to focus on them and try to make the most of every night you are backstage with me, Shanae Vorda, and him, Nils Lofgren. If you have just tuned into Nova, you're very welcome. So ever wonder how crazy it gets when on tour with the boss? Well, you're about to find out. Well, there's many times I used to do that backflip off a trampoline. Ow! And, um, you know, it's funny. When we I joined the band in 84, before the Born in USA tour, just a month before, we talked about it. And Bruce said, well, if you do it 100 times, how many times are you going to fall? And I said, um, once. So I said, good, let's put it in the show. And, of course, did it a hundred times, and I fell. So oh, <laughs> I didn't man. get too hurt. Look, I've fallen more than once, that's for sure. I mean, uh, and, you know, seven, seven, months, seven years ago, after, you know, years of playing basketball, which is my love, my sport that I played every day almost in a city court somewhere, and the trampoline flips and all the stage antics, um, I both hips had no cartilage. They were destroyed. Oh, no. and. Uh, I'd hobbled around for years. I got them both replaced, and the surgeon said the trampoline goes in the closet and uh, the crazy basketball is out. So now I've picked up tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll a little bit safer. And, and double it and see what people think. Nice. We'll give that a go. And maybe keep away from Bruce when he's going out in the crowd. Because I read something about, uh, about him dragging you out. And the crowd actually grabbed your right arm and he tore your, your rotator cuff. Well, they're both torn. I tore them pretty severely on the beginning of the Wrecking Ball tour. So, Ugh. you know, when Bruce, we, we usually sing... Um, some songs together. Sometimes, well, look, wherever Bruce calls you, you go. You go, yeah, yeah. And however hard it is to get there, but usually he'll run way out in the middle of the crowd up on a podium, and my job is to chase him somehow <laughs> and get up there and sing with him. And yes, as, as you run through the gauntlet, people are grabbing and pulling at you, and they don't know I have torn shoulders, and they don't care. And it's all good natured, but of course, everyone's quite wound up because <laughs> Bruce just ran by him. And one of the hilarious moments, this just last uh, you know, year and a half ago, we're on the road and some stadium and or sports arena and he goes running out to the podium and of course you understand now we have this big video shoot so there's cameramen behind him dragging cables and there's security men like two or three people behind him and none of them care that my job is to get through them and get to bruce before the singing verse after the sax solo in the middle of darlington county and one night because uh, I'm a gymnast, well, I was a gymnast, and, you know, I'm fairly athletic, and I've got these two metal hips now that work great, so I'm sprinting after them, and people are grabbing at me, and I'm just barreling through them. I used to play football, too, so it's not an unnatural thing to accomplish, yeah. and I finally get to the pack, and I start trying to wade through the security guys, and instead of looking at me and seeing that it's me, they start beating me off. They start hitting me, oh, like, no. behind them. Like, they're, like, banging at me. It's like, stay away, like, thinking I'm some fan. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm trying to get to Bruce to sing. And finally, I grab one of them and turn him around, and he saw me, and he was, like, startled. And after the show, I said, what the hell are you doing? You're beating me off with your arms, forgetting I'm trying to get through you to sing with the band leader to do my job. And we laughed about it. It was hilarious. I mean, fortunately, they didn't turn around and clock me. But, I mean, it was just, you know, part of rock and roll that's so great. Bruce does improv shows. I love it. It's a challenge we're all up for. I think last tour we did over 250 different songs. And, um, you know, the live thing is where I thrive in, whether it's a band of my own. That was Nils Lofgren of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band speaking to me ahead of his show at Vicar Street in Dublin on the 2nd of November. What an absolute legend. You are backstage with me, Shanae Vorda, on Radio Nova, and I am sharing with you some of my most favourite moments from some of the most incredibly talented artists I was lucky enough to chat to during 2015. Next up is this guy. Hi, this is Joe Elliott from Def Leppard, and you are listening to Sinead Nivorda on Radio Nova.
Def Leppard, Animal on Radio Nova. You're backstage with me, Sinead Vorda, and with Joe Elliott of Def Leppard, as I am bringing you some of my most favourite moments from backstage in 2015. And I caught up with Joe Elliott just ahead of the band's co-headline gig at Dublin's Three Arena with Whitesnake. And Joe Elliott actually gushed to me on why he loves Dublin. And here you're getting to hear him speak about the recording of the video for Bringing on the Heartbreak. It was one of the first rock videos played on MTV in 1982, but they actually filmed it in Tala in Jacob's Biscuits Factory. We did, yeah. It was, I can't <laughs> even remember where it is. Is it Inchicore or somewhere? <laughs> I just those two big towers. It yeah. was like eight degrees below freezing. Um, oh. Poor old Steve and Phil up them ladders, you know, and I was... I was shackled to some cross on a boat. It was quite <laughs> tragic, really. And it was really cold. But, yeah, we shot that video here. We shot the video for the original um, kind of British version, if you like, of the Pour Some Sugar On Me video with us, like, demolishing a building. That was the place up in Stillorgan. You know, um, it was, you know, and Tesla were, were extras in the in the video as well. I mean, it was, you know, we've done a lot of work here. A lot of, we shot the video for Heaven Is from... Um, the Adrenalize album at Ardmore in Bray. Every album that we've recorded since, including Adrenalize onwards, has been recorded here at my studio. Oh, yeah, so the, the, the history yeah. with Ireland is, is so much more than it ever was even with Sheffield. You know, I mean, really? truth be known is we started in 77 in Sheffield, but we were gone by 81. You know, it was our, it was our kind of trajectory city, if you like. We were born there, but we were also born to move. And yeah. we've kind of been travelling ever since, but yeah. this is where I like to kind of come back to when I'm... And what, when I need to fill up with some reality. Yeah, and what is it about Ireland that you love then? What is it that lured you back time and time again? In, simply, simply put, I, I mean, it's a question that's it's still complicated to answer, but other than the pure beauty of it, it's the fact that it's a capital city of a million people, and it's on the water. I was landlocked in Sheffield. Right. You know? yeah. The fact that I can see the ocean every day... No matter how cold it is, I can see it. You know, if the sky's blue, it can look, you can pretend it's summer. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, it's the fact that it's like, you know, it it's, reminds me a lot of Sheffield in the sense of its size. It's a really great city. It's very culturally savvy. Mm. You know, it, it's Cosmo. It's everything about it. You know, you can, you can get far enough out to be 100 years ago and you can get right in there and it's as dark and as dirty as any major city that you could name. And it's great to have the choice, you know. It's, it's just vibrant. How many football teams are there in Dublin? It's got to be like six or seven, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the choice of which team, whether you're going to be a hoop or a bow, you know. I mean, there's just so much going on. Yeah, You like your footy, don't you? The Blades, Sheffield United, yeah. is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not really a football team. I think the hoops or the bows could take us right now because we're languishing mid-table in the third tier of the English soccer, which is kind of crap, let's be honest. <laughs> I remember so, joined... I'm not holding any hopes out for promotion this year. I'll just stick with the music, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You haven't started up any football teams in Dublin, have you, Joe? No, no, no. I play five-a-side with a bunch of guys. Sometimes I play Googie. You know, Bono's mate Googie. Oh, yeah. Play yeah. Sometimes. We used to play with uh, the late, great Tony Fenton was, was one of my posse when we, no. you know. But um, the, the older we get, the more they fall away. Well, my knees are dodgy and I can't play, so I end up playing five-a-side on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of one aside, but only one team, and that's kind of it's, it's a bit boring after a while.
Joe Elliott of Def Leppard chatting to me on backstage just ahead of his co-headline gig at Dublin's Three Arena with White Snake. I reckon a few of us could get together and uh, get a little team together. Joe Elliott, what do you reckon? Maybe a few of us from Nova. Who's up for it? Uh, it's Shanae Bordy here bringing you backstage with some of my most favourite moments from the show during 2015. So yet to come in this hour, I'll be bringing you some of my chats with Sean Ryder of Happy Mondays and Black Grape. I'll have a live session for you from Villagers. Connor McCaffrey of the Star Wars will also be stopping by to give you some tips on who to check out uh, this month. But next up, it's Connor Irwin of Radio Nova, who's got a bit of a roundup regarding some of the biggest music news stories of 2015, one of which involves Mr. David Bowie, who is up next on Radio Nova. Backstage on Radio Nova.